0: No more. Yo, 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 yo! It's your man, E. Smitty, Real Food Podcast, Mind, Body, and Grub. Shout out that feeling Podcast Network, DLPN. Always question the answers. Yo, um, back with you, uh, and um, I'm gonna hit y'all real quick with these uh, with with the sponsor. Uh, one of the sponsors. Uh, Go to go to uh, plug earbuds at uh, www.gettheplugs.com. Enter the code DLPN10 for a 10% discount, and you will receive some pretty dope earbuds, um, high quality premium earbuds. And who doesn't like um, a discount? Straight up, you know. I don't believe that you should be begging for a discount hey yo man it's my first time here no 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 don't do that you know what i'm saying but when it's offered to you hey partake can you please subscribe to the dat Bandcamp band camp at www.datfeeling.bandcamp.com so much music is over there um, personally i just released um, another christmas song it's called you're my christmas it's everywhere but you definitely can um, get it at uh, Bandcamp at www.thatfilling.bandcamp.com A lot of great music is being released there. Shout out everybody that's, you know, getting it in over there. And if you want the extra perks, join the dpn Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast, where you're going to get like uh, exclusive stuff before everybody, everybody else gets it. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's always a perk when you can get it before everybody, you know? And if you like some merch, go to www.teaspring.com and search for that filling podcast and you can get uh coffee cups, um t-shirts, hoodies, you name it, you name it. It's a whole bunch of stuff, bumper stickers, you name it. Um but yeah, man, um I'm about to get into the infamous Appet- the appetizer section, and then we're gonna get to the main course section real quick because it just it just hits me um, the great James Taylor, which I thought that he was born in North Carolina, but apparently I just found that out. I thought damn, I thought James Taylor was born. Let me, I'm gonna Google it right quick because I, re- I remember seeing. That James Taylor is not like originally from um North Carolina. But I, I titled this uh podcast, Carolina on my mind. Y'all remember the song? In my mind, I'm going to Carolina. And you know I be fucking the word. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then and then and Born, Carolina in my okay, let me see. Let me see. Oh. Okay. All right. James Taylor was born in Boston, Massachusetts. But his uh, Gertrude and Isaac Taylor, his parents moved to Chapel Hill, North Carolina when he was three years old. Okay, three years old. Okay, well, let me, that's that's getting right to something right there. Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. If you can see in the corner right there, and I got the distinguished guest that he's he's in the uh, waiting room and he shall be out in a little bit. But you see that red jersey over there? See that red I'm saying you see that red jersey but I, I'm not actually uh, broadcasting to anybody. It's just recorded. That's an NC State jersey over there. Much love to um, North Carolina, period. But, um, I noticed that my guest. I seen a couple of posts where he talked about um, the uh, North Carolina um, Scar Hills. I mean, the North Carolina Tar Heels. I am. uh, I was raised. (laughs) Look, (laughs) I was raised a uh, Wolfpack. Now, I give credit where credit is due. Always, all day, North Carolina. Tar Heel, they 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 done a lot more than my Wolfpack, but I'm but I'm Warpack, man. But my man that I'm bringing out, you know, I I seen a couple of. Uh, I I remember he put up um, a post when um, Carolina was in the tournament. He was like, they won, and he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. He said something like that. And me and my guy, we you know we talk and text, you know, quite a quite a bit. That was a day I was silent as a lamb, you know? (laughs) But yeah, man, um, yo, um, appetizer section real quick. uh, We're in the holiday season. Um, I hope everybody's doing good, no matter how you celebrate. Um, And and, and I I say that all the time with the music that I do. I've like done quite a few Christmas records. Um, Next year, I'm going to put it all together. And have a complete like album project where you can just play it, man. But um I um the latest one is called You're My Christmas, uh, produced by DJ110. We got a little video we're gonna we're gonna send out there pretty soon. But yeah, man, no matter how how you celebrate, man, whether it's Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, man, just just celebrate with the ones that you love. Um I'm just happy, man. Well, actually, it, it's not even like my days off with the regular days off. I'm off Wednesday and Sunday. So it's like, boom, it is it is what it is. But it's going to be good to get with family and to enjoy and just, you know, just fellowship, you know, which leads me to, I wish I could be in North Carolina. I'm from Zebulon, North Carolina. I'm from Zebulon, North Carolina. We're going to get into the main course. I'm Zebulon, North Carolina, and I—I I mean, anybody that knows me. I talk about Z times Z times Zebulon. I mean, it's—it's um, it's not hidden that how much I love North Carolina. You know, uh, it made me who I am, and um, I rep it to to my core. You know. Um, this brother man that I, that I'm gonna bring out here, we're gonna that we're gonna talk a little bit. Um, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm gonna be straight up with you. I don't know where, what rock I was under. But the way that I consume music is a little different. I was under a rock though. I'm I mean, seriously, seriously. I don't know if I ever told my man this. I was under rock. I'm talking about I was under rock, smoking rock. Something. It was bad. It was bad, and I said it was bad because um my man, shout out, shout out to beat, Yoda. He turned me on, like, yo, man, you know, you know, superstition. I'm thinking, like, damn, I heard that, I heard, I heard of that, and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, people know about. Well, now that I know, it's like you line it up. Uh, superstition, ninth wonder, um, uh, little brother, Fonte, big pool, boom boom, boom boom, down line, down line, down line, down line, down line, but. At that time, man, I don't know if I was down. I would listen to motherfucking um, James Ingram, Layla Hathaway. I don't know what I was listening to. <laughs> but it was like he turned me on to my man, um, to a song that he wanted me to do for him. And he was like, yeah, man, he's from Greenville. Um, Not actually, I asked him, I said, where, where is he from in North Carolina? He said, he finally hit me back, he said, Greenville. I said, oh, shit, damn, Greenville. I remember this dude stole my girl from um, Greenville. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. I know about East Carolina. That's a whole nother story. That's a true story too, real talk. But we're going to talk about that. But um, it's it's wild because in a short amount of time, when I came up on him, literally, literally, and I mean this, this ain't just just talking. Not because he's from North Carolina. Like I became a fan, like instant fan. Like, god damn, like I'm a I'm an MC. Y'all know me as an MC and a singer. And my man has that fire that when you walk up there, like you go to a battle or you walk into a spot and hey man, it's it's a dude over there rapping. You know, you walk up there, you know, I'm an MC. I I consider myself high caliber too. And you walk over there, you be like, Oh, you talking about him? You talking about him? Oh, okay. Yeah man, I'm I'm gonna go run and get um. Did, did you say they had some uh, pork rinds over there for sale, half off? I'm gonna get some there. But yo, my man, um, I'm a. i uh, am I got you. I got you already added to the uh, stream. I see you got your mic muted. Okay, cool. Man, yo, welcome, 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 man. My dude, my dude, my. Dude, my I can honestly say I can say that's my dude. My dude, superstition, man. Thank
1: you, thank you, bro. It's good to to finally make this official, man.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was, um, it's crazy because I thought about it. I thought about the day I was like, yo. And I had had to apologize to my man, you know. um, I said, yo. I said, man, I'm sitting here doing Christmas songs and all this Christmas stuff going. I'm realizing, like, damn. My man, like, you know, he has a family and I hit him up, was like, yo, man, um, yo, if we need to do this the first of the year, we do it. And my man was like, nah, nah, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. I got that, I got that, I got that PTO action, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, really. I'm really.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah, you good. Cause me, you know, I'm old enough to know I'll do no shit that I, you know, I can't do. You know what I'm saying? That's yes, what I'm saying. Yes. I'll, 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 I never would in, inconvenience my family like that for music or work or yeah. anything
0: like that or whatever
1: so for sure yeah man that's why i agree to it man you know and it's been a long time coming so
0: it's been a long time coming man and like i say i just felt like it, it hit me today when i was doing my job i just seen these family and you're right you know you ain't no type that's gonna just be doing the same thing i am i don't i tell people that i talk to i don't talk to nobody that i don't want to talk to this ain't a thing about yeah. i mean to be to me you're very prestigious to me Appreciate you know what i'm that, saying man. Yeah. and to others you know but i don't have content just to have content you know what i'm saying it's like right. yo i want right. i want to talk to this brother man but yo man um before before i get into my um my questions and this and that man you want to like kind of feel the people in on you know, like who you are who, who you know get kind of catch them up to the greatness
1: for sure man yo uh like he said i am superstition. Um... Born and raised in North Carolina, Greenville, North Carolina. I'm from Eastern North Carolina. Um, oh. Been doing this music shit, man. Well, I started rapping when I was like nine years old. Um, <laughs> I was I always say I was the child prodigy that never made it. So I had like record deals when I was a teenager and all that <laughs> stuff or whatever, man. So um, I worked with, you know, it, it, you know, not the name drop, but just to fill people in, I worked with some of the illest, you know, KRS-One. I've been on songs with the RZA. Royster five nine uh you know little brother um man the list goes on and on and on so you know just been putting in work and um probably more known uh outside of the U.S. than I've ever been known in the U.S. but you know it's up uh, you know these past couple years I've been trying to just work on that and do more stuff kind of stateside and all that but yeah, yeah. man superstition man
0: Superstition, yo. Superstition, superstition, man. Now, I'm gonna say this right here, and I don't say this to. I always say this, but I don't say it like I'm um, some special stuff. I'm speaking for myself, and not like um the end all do all. But the way that I consume music is um, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I know it's in. I know it's about entertainment, but it's got to go a little deeper than that for me, and. I can truly say, I can, true, dude. I am. I'm just not. And like I say, I'm not the end-all, do-all. But I'm not moved a lot about. Um, and we've talked about this before. That there's a lot of skill out there. There's a lot of skill, but there's no soul. To me, I mean, it's a lot of it's wow. a lot of cats. They they figured out the the pattern of how to make this thing flow and do all this stuff. But it's a difference when you can when you can feel it. My man has such an extensive um, catalog that I'm still catching up, bro. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 That's a good I'm, thing. Still, I'm, still catching up. And, and one thing that stands out to me is that not just that it's soulful and it's skill skillful through the roof, of course, but every song has a purpose. It's not just right. I'm just rapping to be rapping and you know i'm like for for real for real man which brings me to this this first thing i remember you telling me a story about um you was doing a show with with krs1 and Mm -hmm. uh that backstory that you told me was funny as hell <laughs> um but,
1: <laughs> but we ain't gonna uh, get into details on that, you know. Fans, no, no, bro, they, no, no, you know, no, no. Uh, much love talk about your heroes, boy. No, I but much love, love to
0: the blast, <laughs> the blast master. You know what I'm saying? But um um he uh you had told me about freestyling, right? And and once again, I'm not in here to compare what I do and this and that, but you know, I I freestyled, I, I had those moments where boom, I'm rhyming. And um, like rhyming, like rhyming one verse and already picturing what I'm going to say next, right? Mm-hmm. That type deal. I've, I've had those moments. But this brother, dagon, um sent me, uh, you know I'm from North Carolina, I say dagon. on um, This brother sent me a dag um, He was battling, I called him Mr. Dalvin, but it was- uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Debyon. <Yeah>, Mr. <laughs> Debyon, <Mr. Mr>. <laughs> you know. And he told me about, he told me about, he said, man, you know, um, you know, I did that. I did that freestyle. If if you if you would have told me that that was that wasn't freestyle, I would have been like, what? You know, I mean, but but right. literally listening, listening to that, bruh, how did you, how did you become and, and I'm I'm saying that off of hearing that one record to ask right. you this. How did you become such a great freestyler, man? Because, I, man, I'm talking about you had to be thinking fast as hell. Right. When I rock you and pop you, all that stuff you were saying, I'm Damn. like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, so for me, um, I was always naturally good at writing. And it's usually the opposite. People are naturally good at freestyling. But... For me, I was around some really dope cats that could freestyle. Whether it was Seven of okay. Panther, it was a lot of different cats. And I remember, you know, kind of coming up, you know, they would spit their freestyles and I would kick my written rhymes. And my written mm. rhymes was dope, but it was just a certain feeling. So I treated freestyle as like, you know, an NBA player working, working on your weakness. Like if you wasn't good at free throws, mm-hmm. that's what I did all the time. Wake up every day and freestyle and freestyle and i realized wow. my strong point was i i was always able to cuz i'm i'm really quick with it as as a person and you and you know that i joke all the time i say some real slick shit oh, yeah, and yeah. i realized that my strength in freestyling was actually battling cuz i'm used to you know from the bus we were snapping on niggas you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we were just going off on people and stuff like that so I was never the greatest when it came to, all right, hold this object up, I'm a freestyle about it to me, because I wasn't interested in that. Yes. I was interested in humiliating people on the mic, because, <laughs> and let me t- let me explain to you why. Because when I, f- I f- first started rhyming, as like I was nine years old. Okay. Nobody ever knew I was rhyming until maybe four or five years later, outside of my family or whatever. They used to just laugh at my little cassette tapes and all mm-hmm. that. Um, I met a guy in high school uh who later became my first DJ. His name was uh Matthew Ward, DJ Matt Money. Uh, okay. And I knew he was—he was like one of the illest DJs. You know, every high school has this, like, this DJ just, that's just incredible. Yeah. And someone told him that I rhymed, and he wanted me to rhyme for him. And I was—I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know, because I didn't know if I was good or not. You know what I'm saying? I—I <clears> <throat> I rhymed for four or five years, just me and my my tape recorder uh me and a radio shack mic, and only mm. my cousins heard it or whatever and my cousins they were the biggest haters they're like ah, that shit man that shit garbage man like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying so when i first rhymed for matt and uh we were actually on the um we was at school i rhymed for him and his eyes lit up he was mm. like what the fuck is going on right so yeah. instead <laughs> of putting me in the studio matt went around the school like yo because my real name is camarfield uh you know okay. cam is short for Camarfield. he's like yo I'm in camarfield he'll bust anybody ass i'm like yo <laughs> what's going on so, <laughs> so probably like a few weeks later i'm going to class you know like when you know back in i think we was like in middle school and you know you got to change classes you got a few minutes yeah in between, yeah. you know before you go to lunch or whatever yeah this one cat, um, his name was Donald. I ain't even going to say his last name or whatever. And Donald mm-hmm. wasn't like a rapper, a rapper. He was a, you know, dudes that just be fucking around and rapping. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so Donald came up and I was back in school. I was kind of a quiet, reserved cat. I didn't really say much or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not like I was shy. I just, yeah. I was just really reserved. And yeah. so, so <laughs> Donald rapped first and he was like, yo, yo. I, he's like, come on, let he wrapped a couple of bars. He wrapped like, I don't know, maybe eight bars or what. We weren't counting bars yeah. back then or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they did the thing. Everybody was like, ooh, ooh. And <laughs> man looked at me. He was like, yo, go. And dog, the look in this guy's eyes, he was like, what the fuck? It's like a lion ran out the bushes on him. And he was just like, <laughs> I couldn't even finish the rhyme. He was like, nah, nah, he got it. He got it. Everybody's like, ooh. So (laughs) so I say all that to say, I learned like my first time people really heard me rhyme was battling. Mm. So I always, that's why I think my flow is more, it it has that vibe to it. Cause I'm used to rhyming around a bunch of people and hearing the oohs and ahs and saying Mm. slick rhymes, rhyming in the back of the bus and stuff like that. So When we go back to that battle that we was talking about, this is like 1998, and just to kind of preface it, um, Mm -hmm. I know I told you the story. I had just moved from Greenville, North Carolina to Charlotte. I only knew maybe two people there. One of them was B Pays. B Pays was actually a DJ at East Carolina University's radio station, but then he got a job at Power 98 in Charlotte. So I only knew him. And I also knew my man, uh, AJ, who was now, he's known as Jay now. that's been my homie forever. Mm-hmm. So B-Page was like, yo, I just wanna bring you up to Mr. Incognito show. He was like one of the most popular radio DJs. And he said, well, you know, I want you to battle this guy, but um, he said, yo, just letting you know, he's dope. So just know whether you win or you lose, people gonna hear mm-hmm. you. I'm like, the fuck you mean lose, dog? <laughs> like. like <laughs> Like, now you're making it sound like you don't have confidence in me. So yeah, then when yeah, I walk yeah. in, you know, and I've always, I've always had the type of look that I don't look the way I sound. When people see me or they hear my yeah. voice, they think I'm some six eight dark-skinned nigga that lifts weights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I walk in a radio station, Mr. Devil, y'all kind of looked at me, and he was yeah. like, yo, this one I'm battling? Oh, yeah this, yeah, this is easy. It's going to be easy. Right? Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? And I took that. As Michael Jordan says, and I took that as disrespect. Like, so so incognito threw on the beat. And when I tell you, like, this is probably one of the best freestyles or or battles that I have done because I felt like I was up against the world. Like, my name is superstition. So it was like, some people believe in you, some people don't. Some people Mm. think it's completely bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I came into that battle, I mean he he kicked the rhyme and it was dope but it just yeah i had just that energy and that's what i was able to, to get by with so yeah going back to freestyling it's something that i had to work at every single day writing came natural freestyling i woke up every day it didn't matter if i was driving in a car listening to mm-hmm. an instrumental i was freestyling i was i remember when i used to you know go work out or you know go walk or go running i would mm-hmm. literally be freestyling so that's what really set me up for it. The reason why I stopped doing it, and it's like we discussed. About, I mean, I still can freestyle, but yeah, coming up, I'm superstition. I can freestyle. There's already a supernatural, and mm. I'm just like, I mm. don't want to go that route. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's like, nigga, do you want to battle supernatural? You know, it's inevitable, right? Yeah. And also, yeah. there was there was a few times where I did shows, and you know, I you know I was a great freestyler, but I was more serious as an artist, and I would get on stage and I would kick like serious songs or songs, songs with substance, mm-hmm. and people would respond. But the best part of the show to them was when I freestyled. So I get up there and start performing a song, and they'd be like, kick a freestyle. Yeah, yeah, fuck all yeah. that, kick a freestyle. And I'm just like, Yeah, no, man, like y'all gotta take me serious as an artist. So it's like, dog, like I did that just to get attention now Mm -hmm. i have to figure out another way to get attention because i don't want to be 60 years old and everybody asking me to kick a freestyle you know know what i'm saying like i want to catalog you know what i mean and then
0: exactly exactly
1: and then that battled and freestyled had the worst reputations for making songs like them niggas could make a hook to save their life yeah (laughs)
0: for real and that's and that's real that's real because like with the whole freestyle thing and it became like in I want to say, man, like 2000 something. I would talk to so-called rappers, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I said, yeah, let me, let me, um, let me hear something." And they'll say, "Yeah, I just, I just freestyle." And it got to a point where it was just like, "I just, I just freestyle." And then when I got kind of cool with them, I got to a point where I was like, "Man, you know," I said to me, "Now I'm, a, now I'm gonna make another point after I say this." But to me, I think as an MC, that <clears throat> I think freestyle should be a part of your repertoire. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can pull it out when you when, when, when need mm-hmm. be. You know, um, you get caught up on the stage. You know them times where, you know them times where you got your lyrics and you, you recite these lyrics in your car, your songs, like it ain't nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: But Right when you get on, and, and it ain't even really like it's nerves or something, but all of a sudden you cannot remember. Like I say for myself, I got a billion rhymes, bro. A billion. But whenever I start freestyling, it'll be that damn one I wrote 20, 25 years ago, man. Literally, right? Right. Can't yeah, even remember what this new stuff is. But mm-hmm. I tell you like this, man. Um, I've heard um what was his name? Uh, I think it was uh the dude that was down with um damn I think his name was Sean J. He was down yeah, with uh what's that damn name of that group, man? It was out Phil of uh Field uh, Mob. Field mob, field yeah, yeah. mob. mob. The dude uh with the not the dark skinned one, the one with the big eyes. Yeah, them dudes was nice, man. Man, it was they nice, man. Yeah, nice, I heard them um I think it was Gangsta Grills. I heard him freestyling. And I could tell, you know, you know, you can do this too. You can tell yeah. when somebody's saying that they freestyling, mm-hmm. but but they really now nah, you ain't freestyling. You try to make it look like you freestyle, but I can tell when you really right. freestyling. That dude, that dude and you literally. It might have been somebody else down the line, but that dude and you literally is like, I ain't no hater. I Ain't no hater at all. I'm the type where I be like. Man, that dude was freestyling, all right, man. But you need to hear um, superstition and so and so. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Because it was, man. Look, dude. That's I. I can see why. Like that skill has people in awe. But then at the same time, I see what you're saying. I man, that that has to be a punch in the gut. Where okay, yeah, I'm nice at doing this particular style freestyling. Yeah. But I got something to say. Yo man, yeah. yo man, yo man, kick a freestyler. You would be like, god damn, you
1: know. Yeah, that shit it, it becomes a novelty almost, man. Like yeah. to me, I, I kind of freestyle, being able to freestyle is equivalent to like somebody that does magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no matter you if you do magic, ah, <laughs> oh, that ain't magic. It's an optical illusion. Let me see that. Oh, no, no, no. That ain't that ain't yeah. real magic. You know, that's <laughs> what freestyling is. It's like if you get too good at it, people are yeah. like, he not freestyling. But then you got to yeah. do it a hundred times to, to prove it. And you've got to prove it to everyone. And even if yeah. you get good at it, they'd be like, well, because technically, to be honest, nothing is going to be truly off the head. Because if you write so much and you freestyle mm-hmm. enough, you're going to always go to the same line. They're, most freestylers have a certain line that they say, yo, grab the microphone. They, they say the same shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of yeah. like yeah. a filler in between or whatever. So nothing is technically a hundred percent freestyle or whatever you know what i'm saying and you got yeah certain words like you know if i'm if i'm freestyling i'm talking about real food in the back of my head i'm already saying ill dude but i probably have said that yeah different ways or whatever you know what i'm saying so yeah 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 you know, and i was a fast writer so you know it just kind of baffles people like how you how could you come up with it that quick i'm like oh you could literally sit there and write this shit you know what i'm saying like yeah. if i asked you to uh to Think of words that rhyme with main course right now, you could say it, right? But yeah, you just yeah, don't yeah. do it on beat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a kind of like hat, cat, scat. Like you got all that shit in your head. You just gotta know how to put it together or whatever, man. So
0: yeah, yeah. Let me ask you, I'm I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Um, uh, but the hat, hat, cat, scat. Um, I think I think that um when it comes to hip hop, I think it's certain times where it's like you're gonna show that your level of uh of of uh, wordplay and putting stuff together,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then it's gonna come a time to. And this is just me. I'm definitely a lot more about putting those words together. But then it's gonna come a time to where the way that you say that rhyme, you know what I'm right. saying? Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever have you have you ever heard somebody? Have you ever heard about somebody like you coming up as an MC and then you got really good as an MC? Have you ever ran into somebody? in the like the maybe a battle or whatever. This guy right here, man, he's the, he's the, he's the shit. He's this he's that. And then you listen to him and you straight up be like, "That's basic ass motherfucker." You don't say it out loud. Li- well, you all know, you might have said it out That's loud. Right. Yeah. You ever ran into yeah. somebody like that?
1: Yeah, I do. And I man, I look at I look at it like this, bro. Um, and you know, it's something you you talked about at the beginning of the show is like you got casted. that. They can say all these words, they got all these lyrics, but you don't feel it, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, imagine um, if somebody hands you, you know, if, if you read music, you know, you got all the notes there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you got lyrics to a song and somebody tell you to sing it, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They can sing exactly what's on that paper, but then you get them saying words to like a Luther yeah. or somebody like that, listen, like <laughs> you it's something else. Do it the way certain people do it. Or you can give somebody the notes to a blues song and they'll play it. But they're not gonna play that shit like a real blues player because a blues player is filling that shit. Yeah, you know, a lot of times yes. they creating that shit. Now, when yes. people going back and trying to mimic it and stuff like that, it's just it's not the same. And I hear a lot of rappers they are super technical. I mean, they, yes. they over technical sometimes. It's like dog. Yes, you're rapping about a song for your mama. Like why? Why are you trying? To, <laughs> why are you trying to rhyme all of these words together? Like. Your mama wouldn't even understand this song, dog. Like <laughs> my maternal mother, I'll eternal lover, like I'll eternity lover, like, yo, wait a minute, fam. Like, maternal mother, you will eternity love like that's whoa. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. rap that for my mama. My mom be like, what did you just say, man? Yeah. So, you know, it's gotta have some some soul to it. It has yeah, it to has be a soul, good bro. balance. And very yeah. few MCs can find that balance uh without being just you know too lyrical and yes. also balancing it with soul man like you at the end of the day yeah it's cool that you rhymed 12 words together in in two bars but I, did anybody feel it
0: you know did what did anybody saying? did anybody feel it dog right. and that and that you know what um the song and I and I thank you I can thank you I can't say personally but I can see you thank you yeah. for hopping on the joint um uh, they say it's hip hop music, man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, hearing hearing your verse, hearing your verse, it's it like it was it was so vivid back in the days. A lot of it, <laughs> I mean, it was just like you could and you could how you broke it down. I could see all that. Um, right, we, 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 was, we, we was whopping in the party, and well, look, you had to roll the roller skating rink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's and then it, it said we said. um. Say uh I was influenced by the Kings of Rock and rock, microphone yeah, fiends.
1: fiends nowadays, Your you know the uh, rapper is probably a dope, dope thing,
0: <laughs> And you know what? And you know what? You know what? The, the, the crazy part about it is that like I I got off the uh, the, the the wagon of you know, man, this is that real shit. This a real I got off of that a long time ago yeah. for my own reason. Um, but at the same time, I still know what I like. And I still I still know what boom boom boom. That verse right there, it's like and see the the wild part about it is that once they hear that verse, that verse was like straight up, it's straight to the point. It really takes you back. It really takes you back, oh, like, damn it, boy, damn, yeah, it, man, for real. It takes you back to where not like man, take yes, he took it back to the old school. Ain't no fucking old school. No, he took right. it to, he took it to where. Quick, quick example to to compare with that. Um, right. Two of the best clubs I've ever been to, hip hop wise, is Kamikazes in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seeing seeing Wu Tang and Alcoholics for free yeah. on Friday night. Yep. yep. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Uh, boss Boss pulled me up on stage. Uh, <laughs> Kane Kane was out there smoking with whoever, but. The second one, well, the number one is a club called Tequila Boom in Cancun, Mexico,
1: okay. and uh,
0: we were. Um, and I'm saying this to to compare what what I get from you. Um, we was like they was playing. We, we went to the spot. Was on vacation. Me and my ex ex wife was on the vacation, and we went in there. It was twenty five dollars at the door. Which I guess I'm, I guess I'm cheap as hell. Cause I'm like, hey, never paid no damn twenty five dollars to go to. No well, you gold. in
1: Cancun, dog? You a kid cheap? Bro. Yeah, I'm in
0: Cancun. I'm in Cancun, <laughs> I'm in Cancun like right? you said, How
1: many, how many pesos? I mean, I mean, I mean
0: you said, they're gonna, they gonna have a buffet to go with that. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, but uh, we go to this club, and they got us on this one side where it's techno, and I'm like, I'm not the biggest, I'm not, I'm not a techno fan at all, you know. Right. But um, I'm like, shit, I, I guess we're on so vacation. I said, I'm about to drink enough just to get, I start like a am techno. And um, I, exactly. Yeah, doing the same move. <laughs> ah! Yeah,
1: okay. You will take over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Exactly. So, so I was thinking, they said, like, with the $25, we get a free drink and the club. But Dude told me, he said, hey, man. No, no, he said, first thing he said, he said, hey, man, white dude. Not that it matters, but it was a white dude. He said, he said, man, they got hip-hop and R&B on the other side. I turned around. By that time, that little drink, I said, man, what the fuck we doing over here? (laughs) You know? So, (laughs) so, So we went over there. We went over there, bro, and walked in there. The place was packed. They had the bar. They had about twenty bartenders. Literally twenty bartenders. You can walk up on the stage. when yeah. you know how the girls be walking up there dancing on the stage. You know my big ass was up there when that music started hitting. They were playing. Um, uh, even though what we do is wrong, we still hustle till we couldn't. Yeah. You no, know, me and this white cat made eye contact and started reciting those lyrics. Yeah, I didn't know this dude. He didn't know me. But we started reciting them lyrics, and I'm like, oh, shit. Boom. Okay, fast forward to get back to you with this right quick. We was finished. They was playing Triumph. They was playing that good shit, the good shit. We're leaving out, me and my ex, and a couple of people that we met that was from New Jersey, because she's from New Jersey, boom, we talking talking. was like, yo, man, this this was dope. We about to walk out the door. And the joker said, to all the killers and the $100 billers. <laughs> no, nah,
1: you got you got to go back for that. You can't oh, ever walk on, out man. when they're playing that, man. You come on, man. Come on.
0: Out. I was I was back. I was back. But in saying that, that's what I'm saying. And the people, there's a lot of people that know superstition. And anybody who's who who rocks with my platforms, if you don't know, I mean, I mean greatness. I mean, it's it's, it's greatness. It's it's just it's that shit that shit for real for For real yeah but you
1: you know when you was talking about you know uh cats was saying like yo you know this real hip-hop real hip-hop to me Mm -hmm. that was cool up until you had people with no soul trying to tell you what was real hip-hop hey that's exactly you know what i mean but exactly real shit and you know this from being from north carolina Mm uh when we go to a party they will play hip-hop but they're gonna play r&b at that party They also yep. gonna have their reggae section. Yes, you know what I'm yes. saying. Like they gonna have all of this. We never stop dancing. It didn't matter if we was listening to Nas. Yeah, it didn't matter. Even when we went to a party, they they might play some No Limit. I'm not getting off the dance floor because it's some shit that I'm I'm. Oh, this is real hip hop. I can't.
0: Look, yeah,
1: yeah. If you got nah. a bad girl there and you dancing, like <laughs> music you, is music. That's what I'm saying. If if you feel it. That's what this What this music is made for, you know what I'm saying? I always Dude, laugh about. Um, so Fonte said, "Look, you know, I love comedy, but I, I, can't, I can't work out to that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. everything has, everything has a place. And so, you know, um, uh, you know, I try to make music that's reflective of what I grew up on. And you know, it's like you mentioned mm-hmm. before. Like, I don't consider, like, even what we did. I don't consider that old school. I consider that my school. You yes, know what yes, I'm yes, yes. If I'm yes, rapping yes. old school. I'm talking about what uh, uh, Melly Mel was doing because technically yes. that's, that's a little bit before me, you know, yes. so I'm still yes. like, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been rhyming since 1986. So it's still, this is all mm. relevant to me. I still feel like I'm almost in the same generation because I never stopped. So
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's still, it's still exciting. Um, like, like some cat shout out cats, um, African stir fry. They said, um, they had posted a video. They was like, yo, this is uh this is a video of the MC who's 40, who's 40, 40 plus, that still rhymes like he's like he's a 20-year-old with that same vigor. We're not trying to be, we can never be 20. We can never be 20 again. That's mm-hmm. over. But as far as how we get busy, stay nice. You stay, you stay, you stay nice with it. You stay, you stay yeah, you, nice you. with it. And I think too. The love of words, the love for words and flows, and just it's just it's just it's just it's just just in us. I mean, like 110, shout out 110 who produced they say it's hip hop music. Um, I came across that beat because he was doing it, he did it for somebody else that never did anything with it, and I just happened to be listening to it while I'm driving. And when I heard it, I was like, yo. And 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 true be told, not not because I don't want it, but I don't have a lot of features. I don't have a lot of features yeah. for whatever reason. I mean, MRK is definitely um we feature a lot together, my man Zeppo. But to like I say, sometimes sometimes I'm just moved in a certain way. And I was like, when I heard that beat, I was like, yo, let me and I said hey, <laughs> hey, 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 super, super. Look, I tell you my boy. A, yeah. hey, hey super super i'm doing hey, hey partner hey partner i'm i'm doing it look damn <laughs> I thought i had to halfway lie i'm i'm doing a charity event that they need some hip-hop in, i mean some hip-hop yeah. in there can you can you nah. get on this
1: <laughs> nah, with me it's always you know and you good people but the main thing is y'all i just i just gotta feel that shit bro
0: Got yeah it it,
1: and you told me what it was about i'm like hell yeah like all let's 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 do this shit
0: man Crazy man, crazy, crazy. I i, I love how I just, I just love the record. I love the record, man. But um man, um let me ask you this. I'm a I'm a veer this way because this is real food. Real food is about we it's right, it's right, wrong is wrong. We talk about social issues, we talk about relationship we talk about this. Every now and then we throw in a little food in there. We're gonna get back to the music, though, trust me. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, and I like to do a little bit more this. I want to ask you this, man. Okay. Because you tripped me out, man. And it's it's wild that why well I'm gonna ask the food question next, but why is it that like you said that you you were not really shy? Mm -hmm. Would you say that you were quiet? You was a quiet dude.
1: Yeah, I was a quiet dude, and you know, I had to realize this growing up. I wasn't Hmm. shy. You know, I was super introverted for one, and we didn't know what the fuck introverted was when we was kids or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. people, people just knew like back then. They knew I didn't talk a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, but a lot of times I didn't talk a lot because I didn't agree with half the shit that they were saying. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or, I you know I grew up around older cats. So yeah. people around me was talking about stuff, and I felt like it was kind of immature. Or hmm. it's almost like a man. You know how? Imagine this, like being in the barbershop, right? You are hip hop, you a hip hop head and you a music nerd to the core, but you in the barbershop and you know them conversations that they having, you just like yo, these dudes is arguing, but they both of these both of them wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so that was me yeah. growing up, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. everybody thought I was quiet until I had a kid at 16. There's like yo. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, the he...
1: thing, like I, I could talk to girls, I could do yeah. all that, but I just I just you know for me I'm more of a listener. You know what okay, I'm saying?
0: Okay.
1: Music made me become uh, I guess more talkative. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for music I probably would still be that way. I think that's what people get it wow. mixed up. They kind of think my music persona is how wow. I am as a person. And hmm. you know like I said being introverted um people that I click with and I really like I really vibe with we could talk for days For
0: but real, the average for real.
1: person the average person i don't do small talk you know what i'm saying and wow. being in the music industry people kind of thought it was because i was arrogant or i was a certain way i'm like y'all been this way my whole life like mm. I, was just, I was just never an industry guy like i would meet people um in the industry and people that hung around me knew like my homies knew we would go out to a show And people would chop it up and be like, "Yo, blah blah blah, you real cool, blah blah blah." You know what I'm saying? Yo, hit me up, and I would never hit them up. And people would take it a certain way, but it's like, dog, like I, I have a great circle of friends. I always, in my eyes, have a great circle of friends, and you know, I can't honestly be a great friend to more than five, ten people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a friend collector. You know what I mean? You know, you got the motherfuckers that everybody. Is they homie?
0: Yeah. It's yeah. like fan, like, oh, that's my man,
1: that's my, my that's my homie. And i would be like, Yo, man, like you you have to be careful with that to me in my eyes, because I'm like, they're different levels of homie, like there's people that yeah. say, Yo, that's my man, that's my brother for life. And somebody be like, Yo, what's his wife and kids' name? And they'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I said, it's different levels, <laughs> it's different <laughs> levels of homies or whatever. So, but yeah, going back mm-hmm. to what you said about me being a quiet. I'm this way because of music and I'm more this way now because of, uh, of the job that I have, you know what I'm saying? Like I work a nine to five job. I'm like an engineering manager. So I have to speak in front of people. I have to speak to clients. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm dealing with sometimes million dollar projects that are, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. all of that mixed in. And I think, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they look at it was like, yo, I got a job. I kind of, Fail that music. I don't think that's the case. I think music no. prepared me. Music prepared me to be in this position that I'm in, to there be, be in a great position like financially and take care of my family, be able to communicate. Because I remember we had um, like a huge call and we had some huge clients on the call, and mm-hmm. this was people's first time, and these guys were nervous. They was like, man, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to talk in front of people. i blah yeah. blah. And this, when it came my time. Was like damn cam you're you're natural but Straight they didn't up. know i did music you know they have, okay, they have no idea okay. that i did music me i'm like look you got people listening i'm used to talking in front of small crowds large crowds, or crowds. whatever. Yep. you know what i'm saying so yep. a, a lot of those traits and qualities that we learned throughout the years and music man listen you, you can apply some of that shit to the real world you know
0: you damn you damn right and i'm a, and i'm gonna tell you man I, I asked you that because What's wild is like you know, and like and here and there I bring some because it's like the our um our friendship you know said well like I said I know you don't know you don't know my my lady's name yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but I believe that we're we're building a, a camaraderie. For it's for it's, sure. it's wild it's wild because I was the same way um very shy. Very shy. Mm-hmm. I was shy. I was. I was shy. Okay. Very shy. Okay. And um, and I literally I literally start rapping because my best friends was rapping. I started singing. Mm-hmm. I started yeah. singing. I thought about this. I just thought about this in the last year or so. I started singing because my mom wanted me. My my grandma put me and and the um, grandkids and cousins in the church choir. I started singing in church choir when I was five. Nice. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Choir, yeah, man. The usher or you gonna be. Yeah. In the choir? <laughs> That's it. The junior, the junior choir. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Boom. I started singing in that. And then my mom wanted to hear this song. She liked this song. I know I've been sealed by the sensational nightingales. And she just mm-hmm. asked me to sing it. Dude, I told her, I told her this like years later, dude, I was, I was up there. I was a nervous wreck. I mean, I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> but but I literally, it was like, my mom asked me to do this. This is my mama. So I did it for her. My dad, when I started singing lead at seven, I was playing. I've done said the story a million times. But uh, just a little quick, I was messing around on the mic. And I heard myself. And they was in the other room. And I heard myself again. And my dad said, boy, get in here and sing. Literally. Boy, mm-hmm. get in here and sing. I didn't question yeah. it. Went in there a week or so later. I was in front of uh, a little crowd at at uh, our Zeppelin Elementary Auditorium. It was our first uh, Smith Brothers Gospel Group anniversary, and I'm down on one knee doing my leg. you know how you know how you know and see what people don't understand about North Carolina when they saw Fantasia doing it ah! all that oh, man,
1: and that. That's, that's we, every Sunday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, every, every Sunday. Sunday, every Sunday. And then and then and then if they have revival, it was it was doing the revival. You know, we seen that, right. you know. Yeah. So
1: we, I'm sure I came up in the church too, like especially yeah. in Greenville. We uh, you know, uh my family would I don't know if you ever heard of Divine Sisters, but uh like oh, God yeah, would, yeah. But yeah, that's wow. my family, you know, divine or really? my family, yeah. Um so oh, wow. you know it was wow. it was nothing for us wow. to hear like like you talking about Fantasia just singing like that and just that soul. And yeah, I harmony think coming up, yeah, exactly coming up in church, man. It goes back to having that feeling. Yes, you know what I'm saying. that, you have somebody saying. that can sing, but then you get somebody to get yeah. up there, and they singing a church song. You would be like, mm, "She should have kept that at home," or he should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I know. I know she. I know she battling that on um sc- uh, sclerosis and everything, but yeah. she might want to um keep that to us.
1: <laughs> right. yeah. It's like, too, like you were saying, too, I remember, you know, my first time I performed, I was a nervous wreck, and I was in a group with mm. some, uh, some guys, right? But mm-hmm. one thing, even though, you know, I don't even know if the show was good or bad, I was so nervous, I couldn't tell, but yeah. when I finished, there was a feeling that I never had before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, After the nervousness was gone, it was a feeling like, you know how, like, we old, Last Dragon, you got the glow. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I love this feeling of performing. Like, I might be nervous, but I'm just like, I've never had a feeling like this. It was, was, it's like the first time you bust a nut. You, like, for real. Dog, like, this feeling is incredible. So I gotta have it again. I gotta have it again. And that's what kept bringing me back to it.
0: I got to have it again, and it's just like, like I say, it's it's so many comparisons as far as how. Because I remember talking to you early, and you said something. The way you broke it down, it was like, wow, damn, I never think about it like that. Run the MC was my first music idols. Period. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and I remember you told me that, but the, yeah. but then you told me you said you was like, and 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 I never said it like that, but it was damn show sure right on on point with what I was feeling. You said, man, you know, you know, the cat's like, you know, Grandmaster Flash, they, they was dope, but how they, how they look and stuff, it was like, oh, uh, okay. But the way that run DMC, right. the way that run, right. how many times have you found, like, you know, them, them them, um, them I guess the fedoras, them hats that they had, yeah. they had some motherfucking, some real deal hats. Yeah. Man, yeah. I remember being a kid and my granddad had a whole bunch of hats that, you know, you know coming up um yeah. the older folks who wore hats a lot of times mm-hmm. rest in peace rest in peace to my um grandpa uh papa look he had all these hats man i i had a damn beige hat on it looked it didn't even look like the damn run dmc hat but it was just yeah. kind of made in that vein mm-hmm. all of us got on that all these hats then none, none of them looked like the damn run dmc hat but it's like yeah. yeah we doing it we doing it now that's another thing man yeah, hold on. Let I me say ask this real see. quick.
1: Let me say this real quick too. So <laughs> go back to what you said about like run DMC, right? So yeah. and I remember talking to you about this when mm. the reason why Run DMC you know made me a super fan of hip hop. Like I heard hip hop, but yeah. it didn't resonate to me like Run DMC was, you know, I would look in my my uncle's collection of records and I look through and I see all the disco singers and you know obviously like even the parliament funkadelic and yeah. all of that so when i saw like grandmaster flash and Melly Mel and sugar hill gang they looked like those disco records right yes when i saw run dmc they looked like the cool niggas in my neighborhood okay were wearing jean suits they looked like we talked about it they looked like shopping new york fashions they yeah had all the cool <laughs> stuff that you want i mean they made it look cool up, and was, to me it wasn't run or dmc it was that cool ass jam master jay Word. Like, you know what i'm saying like jay was Word. just back there just chilling just cooling. you know what chilling. i'm saying and to me i had seen rap videos before mm-hmm. and i had seen covers but nobody made that shit cooler than them and also i was an mtv made kid up. i remember mtv came out so i used to watch all them rock videos Hell, I was watching Headbangers Ball. I love. I just love music. Period. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah, Run yeah. came with like a hybrid of hip hop and rock, and they dressed like cool dudes. Wow. And I was like, I'm like, yo, I want to be like these guys, man. Like they you look like they could rock show. They yeah. look like they could get broads. Like I don't want <laughs> to dress with leather pants and feathers. Like I'm not gonna. Do, I'm. I'm an <laughs> eight or nine year old kid, dog. Like I'm not. Rocking the open shirt with taco meat—that is, that's not me. <laughs> like, I want to be like Run DMC, Eric being Rock Hill, and to yeah. be honest, this is why we like them because in yeah. our neighborhood, drug dealers was the coolest niggas, and yeah. they dressed like drug dealers. So that, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I want—I don't want to sell drugs, yeah. but I want to be cool like them. And, yeah. and so I say that to say that's why Run DMC resonated with me and I still respect everybody straight that up. came before them. You know what I'm saying? I still I know all the words the Sugar Hill Gang and a bunch of other songs. But yeah. that era man that Run DMC that Airbnb Rock Kim, Dougie Fresh Slick Ricks like mm. oh bro, oh cha- like changing straight,
0: straight yeah I'll see I, I will say, say game changer game changer because mm-hmm. um cuz because literally before that and and like I can say I don't I'm biased as hell I'm talking about North Carolina and both of us from North Carolina but I can say this right here, like even going to North Carolina when I when I when I did listen to mainstream radio, I can come from here, Atlanta in Georgia, and they'll be playing the same thing. I go to North Carolina, they have a lot of different type music. Like I think mm-hmm. the, where we grew up, you know, we had the gospel. Like I tell anybody, my my, my lineage when it comes to music. Is I grew up listening to gospel, pop, um, really, and then hip-hop. And then I gravitated to like my Donnie Hathaways mm-hmm. later on. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, you know, the same thing with me, but run DMC, man. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this, and then we'll get back to that question. Of course I have asked okay. about food. Right, okay. But I love, but I love this flow, bro. Um the song that did it for me. When I heard Suck MCs, Mm. I seen a commercial watching Soul Train one morning, watching Soul Train and they had it was a record. It was the New York City Breakers and it it was a soundtrack and it it was supposed to be I I guess on the inside they showed you how to to do breakdance move but they (laughs) played uh, What People Do for Money. They played Mm -hmm. that. They played I think Nucleus which I still mm-hmm. love. Jam, jam on it. Oh, that's- man, jam on it. Doom, 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 doom. Come on, man. Come on, man. Because hey, that was one of the
1: few hip-hop records that would play on regular radio. You know, yes. back then it was like, no rap work days. You know what I mean? But like- <laughs> yeah. me. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And, look, and look, watch this. Watch this, joke, Watch this. Yo. Because like you say, you fell in love with hip-hop just like I fell in love. Dog, don't don't you remember the times when you heard stuff like that? No rap, or or they they used to make a mockery of, like they be like yeah, you know the beatbox, like you no know, beatbox yeah. is an art to us. And they yeah, just yeah. And man that shit yeah. that shit used to piss me off, man. But no, they, they, they hated music. They hated music so much
1: they would play records with it's like R&B songs with raps in it and have a version without the rap. Or it's just like, damn, like they really they God. really hate it.
0: But they Crazy, really hate hip hop, they tried like literally, literally try to shut it down, man. And now it's the, it's the biggest genre, the youngest and the biggest genre of music. And it's, yes. it's it, it and it has no ceiling. It has no right. ceiling. I, I've said before that you know I asked the question. I said, "What what genre of music do you think brought more people together, races and stuff?" One cat said pop, and that was kind of mm-hmm. like that's kind of that's kind of why, That's why. That's why because pop Man,
1: you didn't get the street dudes though you know what I mean
0: no yeah yeah you, you 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 didn't yeah you didn't have you didn't have the street dudes um doing that at all the yeah. hip hop the hip hop it brought so many races cultures and everything together yeah. what was the song bro sucky mc was the, the song that blew my mind what was the run d m c song that you was like oh shit
1: so Damn. so that's it's it's gonna be different for me because I heard. Sucker MCs, and I loved it. Um, what got me was when I finally saw the video. I think it was for Rock Box, man. Ooh, like that's when they did going like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember yeah. the setup for it. And they kept talking about a brand new video about Run DMC, and I had already knew um music. And and people always ask how you know people in North Carolina. How do we know so much about music? Like I used to get well, my cousins used to get tapes. Mm-hmm. From people that were from New York, yeah, their family yep. would come down and give them a cassette tape of like Red Alert, Molly Mall, and they would yep. dub it, and we would get it. So I'd already heard like Run DMC and Boogie mm-hmm. Down Productions and things like that. But like I said, the connection for me was when I actually saw them. It, you know, like I could see the covers and see what they looked like, but seeing them just in motion, yeah, and just killing it, dog. And it was just like. I want to do this but yeah the, the crazy thing is when we saw rappers back then mm-hmm. it's completely different than when people see rappers now mm-hmm. when we saw run DMC or Rakim, we were like yo this is incredible I don't even know how this is possible for you yes. to do this like yes. it's got to be right it's it's almost like seeing Eddie van Halen play the guitar he's just like mm-hmm. I want to play guitar but this is intimidating I don't know yeah about yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah, I can music do this now. Music now. You hear you see a motherfucker be like, man, I man, I'm about to make me an album. Like, I'm about to make a, like <laughs> no learning curve. I'm about to buy me some equipment and do this same shit like, right now, dog. Like, so it's a difference back then.
0: Very much so. Very much so. Very, very much so. You 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 hit it right on the head. The first time I heard that, the way you broke that down, the first time I heard that was from uh, Ninth Wonder. Ninth mm-hmm. Wonder yeah. said on an interview, he said. He said when I heard Airbnb Cam, Nas, uh B, he was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know if I can do that, but that's amazing. <laughs> right. He said he said it just like that. Right. He said, he, he said, he said, when I heard, uh nah, nah, nah nah. He said, I can do that. And I was <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> the, the way he broke it down. And right. you know, and, and and at the end of the day, like I say, now trust me. I was a guy. I never got on no pedestal or no soapbox to, to um campaign. I never was that, but that was a time. Oh man, that ain't that ain't that shit. Man, I'm gonna tell you, bro, like with, with hip hop, we know what we like. But it's like one of them things. The best way that I equate it to, I say, you know what? Hip hop has many faces now. Yeah, we get to choose what face we like. And we may feel like our face is pretty. You may not feel like your face is pretty. It's, it's like it's like religion. Who who am who am I? Say I'm raised I'm raised, uh, raised as a Christian, and you raised as um Islam. Who am I to tell you that you're wrong? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You, you do, you do you, whatever, whatever, whatever. But okay, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is beautiful, I love this. I appreciate it, brother. I think I'm glad, I'm glad, man. I'm glad we made this happen, man. This is indeed, this feels indeed. good, yes, indeed. Straight up, let me ask you this, man. We're gonna t- a little bit of food, man. You said something about like being being in the being in the um the lunch room. You know, you rhyming, you you snapping and stuff, man. What, what, what was those good days, man? When they served lunch in in the cafeteria? What 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 was the day, bro? Where it was like, oh shit, well they got they got this today. They got this today. No, what I'm going to be
1: it? real, because I, I came up in Pitt County, so we didn't have no gourmet stuff. OK, They started just yeah. them little rectangle pizzas. Hell like, you know, yeah! One, you all know, where, like, yes. you would pull the cheese and the entire piece would come off like it was yeah. a scab. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we had that, you know what I'm saying, Hell the Tater yeah. Tots. Well, here's the, here's the thing that used yep. to get us. I was telling somebody recently, I said, yo, the Tater Tots was, was cool. Mm-hmm. but then some days they catch you slipping like you think mm-hmm. you get tater tots you bite into it, it's like a fried okra you be like yo what's <laughs> like, like yo why would y'all serve kids fried okra man like, yo and, dude dog like i'll be telling my kids um <laughs> see i grew up in pitt county it was different my, my wife grew up in mecklenburg county which is charlotte and yes sir. she was talking about high school she was like yeah you know we had dominoes and chick-fil-a for lunch Jeez. I'm like, dog, we had that. We had jungle juice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Back then, I think it was like clearly Canadian, like the drink <laughs> day or something like that. You remember that? It was yeah. like spring water or something like that. So yeah. I mean, we yeah. didn't have a lot. Um, it was just yeah. certain things or whatever, man. But I, me, I ate pizza like every day, every day, bro. Like yeah, or if Or if you didn't have it, Somebody else, like, we would trade with the kids that got, like, you know, if somebody got free lunch or something like that. Yeah, or yeah. Or the kids that got, like, the, the premium lunches and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The, the, I think lunch became really dope for us was, like, when you could just buy extra stuff. You can get the basics, but then yes. you can buy, like, a little bit to add to it and stuff like that. But, yeah, we were drink yeah. that chocolate milk fucking our stomachs up.
0: You know Man. what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, 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 speaking of that, speaking of getting the extra stuff, my homeboy, shout out my man, my—I my, I, want to say my first best friend, Dan Holder. He—he um, he turned me on to going to the cafeteria, and um, the lady that ran the cafeteria, we were um, she she would let us get some extra if we would take the table like the chairs off the tables, and you know they had the chairs oh, on yeah, we yeah, we used, yeah. Yeah, we used yeah. to turn them down, turn them down, it turn them down. For that joint boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Look, I'm up in there like, yo, 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 um, I I I, I took down the chairs today. Let me get some extra fries, let me get extra burger, you yeah, the cheeseburger. Yeah. I used to love them cheeseburgers. Yo, you know, yeah. them
1: burgers was bad. They was soy. That wasn't even real beef back then.
0: I know, man. I used to tear them motherfuckers up though, dog. <laughs> I ain't
1: gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> we used to eat straight veggie burgers. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even know it up, we thought it was beef,
0: used veggie burgers, dog. That was crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real. Get, getting all that estrogen out of that motherfucker. <laughs> for, for real, man. Yeah. Protein, but, but, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, dude, I went in there. I was, I used to take the chairs down, and then I get into the um, the um, the register. I'd be like, yeah, I, I helped them out today. Okay, boom, boom. Man, that lady told us she stopped us from doing it. She stopped us from doing that shit. Dog, why did I go like four or five months after still saying, yo, um, I'm getting extra fried because um I have put the chairs down the table.
1: <laughs> Straight, <laughs> that, up, that, that Straight up, that is the day Smitty became a hustler.
0: <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! Look, look, trying to eat, and and it wasn't like I was I wasn't starving at home, right? But it was like, man, I I love to eat, man. Um, which I asked you this right here, man. Yeah, will you say that you're? Will you say that you that you eat healthy or you eat kind of healthy or? Boom, 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 because I'm gonna ask you something else after this.
1: Do you eat healthy? I say I, say I eat the healthiest out of anybody in my family. Um, mm-hmm. only reason the main reason I ain't gonna say the only reason, main reason was when I, you know, I was growing up, I was always yeah. sick a lot. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like you know, I'm I terrible immune system and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. so as I got older, um, every time I stopped eating something, like I haven't eaten pork in like almost about 20, 30 years. Um, wow because I, I got food poisoning from it one time. It was wor- almost damn, it was the worst feeling I had. Then I ended mm. up getting, I was, um, I, I deserved food poisoning this time. I, It was a burger <laughs> in a vending machine. You know how they had the little burgers and you slide <laughs> it up and get the burger? Like, I ain't checked the date or nothing. I ate that. Oh, man. Wow, so, wow, wow, um, wow. So I had, when I first moved to Atlanta um, some years back, I was mm-hmm. just straight pescatarian. I would only eat fish. I wouldn't eat like no chicken, no beef, no pork. Okay. Um, but you know, living in Atlanta, you passed all the chicken wing places. Uh, Come on, I, I just I gave in. I you know that yard bird man. The ancestors was calling me. Uh, well, so well, well,
0: I'm gonna say. Let me say this real quick. The same yeah. way, the same way that they had. I found that out from being here in Atlanta. The same way that they have chicken wing places. It's the same way in North Carolina. They have hot dog places. Hot dog right, places exactly. all over
1: the place. Exactly, all over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the my red, pops, the red,
0: the red hot dogs.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. My pops, yeah. well, my step pops, he, um, he, he would always, man, he would drive. You know, I mean, he would drive across town to a new mm-hmm. hot dog spot and stuff like that. Or if he ain't make it himself or whatever. But oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, For the most part, I try to eat healthy. I take um a lot of vitamins and stuff like that. Um, okay, you know. You know, I I kind of experiment or whatever. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm not the healthiest. Um, I probably should work out even more. You know what I'm saying. But yes. for the most part, yeah, I try to stay health conscious. Um, especially being a black man in my 40s, uh, yeah. I watch too many people pass away. You know, I even had a um, one of my uncles. Uh, my mom told me today. Uh, he, he ended up having a stroke like the day after Thanksgiving, back mm. in uh, you know, back home in North Carolina. He ended up passing man. away today or whatever. Wow. So it's like. Every day that I you know I want to just eat some bullshit, I'm always reminded. Like, look, bro, you know, and uh, you know, uh, my 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 biological father. I didn't really know him until you know. I don't know if we talk about this, but uh, I yeah. I didn't really yeah. meet him until like January when he had a stroke and you know it was almost over for him. So, but I was able to learn a lot of health issues that he had because I went through my yeah. entire life only knowing what my mom and her side of the family had. So you know, if you, if you had high blood pressure, I'm like, well, wait, my mama don't have it or something like that or whatever. So now, you know, I was able to figure out like, all right, your dad had like high blood pressure. He had asthma. He had all these different things to watch out for. So now it's like, all right, I can look at him and kind of see where I need to go. So for the most part, you know, I try to try to eat healthy and make more conscious decisions. man. I,
0: I saw that post. I saw that post just recently. Yeah. Where, we, we didn't talk about it, but you said right. somebody like, wow, you know, like, wow. And, 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 and you know, it was crazy because the question the question was, is this. um, That day, because, you know, well, it's a little side note, man. It's like I've never I've worked out consistently for a long time, but I haven't worked out in consistently right by the last two, three years. I've been thrown off, but my job is physical. So it's cool. But but I never did it. I never died it or never, and I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying it. I'm proud of, but I just yeah, never yeah. did. But I know that it's like, and it's and it's real inspirational hearing you say this because I'm saying all this and then I'm gonna ask you this question. You'd be like, okay, so so much for that shit you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I I realize, like I say, I live my life a certain way and but at the same time you have i have to be a realist and be like okay i gotta do better and i have people that's counting on me i have people that don't want to see me leave so i'm gonna have to do better not saying that i'm gonna be a hundred percent because i know i'm gonna do certain things probably for the rest of my life but hey watch yourself watch yourself watch yourself the question that, that i ask you this right here you eat right you for the most part you eat right what does that day look like? When you're like, man, I'm about to just fuck it, just go in. No, no. Home <laughs> far. What's that? Yeah. What? 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 What
1: are you consuming? All right, first day. So, I right, I'm gonna start it off in the morning with a case of filet <laughs> biscuit from Bojangles. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, you know, with the with One the t- energy. and the cheese you know what what i'm saying
0: is favorite
1: (laughs) right bro look we got one right up the street not even like oh man it's dangerous man that's what i'm saying so you get get a bowberry biscuit with it too Mm. um you know what i'm saying as far as like you know a lunch goes you know i kind of take i always kind of take it light on the lunches or whatever man yeah 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 Um, you know what i'm saying i might get like a sandwich or something like a sub uh you know people in, in uh Uh, North Carolina, well people in Greenville, North Carolina know about Ernie subs and all that, man. So that was that was our spot, that pepper steak joint. Um, Mm. You know, for dinner, it could be anything, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you know, I black man, I love fried chicken. Uh, but you know, my wife, my wife is is Asian. She's from Laos. So over the last 20 years, like you know how people eat Thai food and stuff like that. Like she cooks, she cooks to fly shit. So Mm. I'm just used to to eating all type of different foods or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she when I met busy. her, she was- She get busy, I, bro. Oh yeah, get yeah. Oh, for sure, bro. She gets busy, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when I met her, she was like, look, you gotta try different things. Cause I was from Greenville, man. When I tell you, I was just a Greenville dude. I was like, yeah. sushi, I'm not touching no sushi. I'm not eating this. Like you go to Johnny's yeah. spot, you get uh chicken wings and fried rice. You don't know nothing else on the menu. You, you <laughs> might get an egg roll. I'm telling you, I was a straight small town dude and had a small town mentality when I met her. And gotcha. you know, thanks to my wife, she has kind of turned me on to different things and tried different things. But
0: That's I'm always
1: yeah. down to just try different things, man. Like, I love Jamaican food. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, you know, some yes. patties. I love the Jamaican patties. Yeah, uh, seafood, yeah, yeah, Always, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of the, the typical stuff. You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. my, But my weakness, my weakness is the sweetness, dog. Like, desserts, really? man. Really? But I always really? had a sweet tooth, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, I get that from my step pops, because my, mm. uh, my, 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 I call him my pops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 Um, he's in his 60s and he still got a six pack. But for real, dog, he is 60, still got a six pack. Workout every day. Wake up three o'clock, four o'clock every morning. Workout. Play basketball every other day. But what? this, this nigga eats nothing but little Debbie's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's the worst stuff. I'm talking, you go to his, you open up the cabinet, and you see all type of little damage, like, yo, oatmeal cream pies, oatmeal, I love oatmeal cakes, cream pie, bro. Nutty bars, you know what I'm yes. saying, got chips, drinking soda, and all. And I'm like, how you don't have health problems? He's like, yo, I work out every day. He drink a lot of water, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's kind of kind of instilled that in me like i used to work out pretty frequently up until the point like i caught COVID and all that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah oh, that's yeah. what really kind of threw me off a little bit but one thing i had to realize too is um you know my mom jokes with me too she'd be like you know because i tell her i'd shop in public she's like you buying that expensive food over there but <laughs> i had to realize the mentality of like a lot of uh our people uh, like african americans yeah, we'll go into like a retail store for clothes and buy the fly shit, the most expensive shit. We buy polo, we buy right. all this. But then when it comes down to buying groceries, like dog, sometimes you you can't buy your groceries from Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. you gotta spend a little bit more to eat a little bit healthy. You gotta put better stuff in your body rather than on your body, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try to yeah. balance wow. it all out,
0: man. You know, wow, wow, wow. You know what? I love <laughs> I love how you break that down. Um here, here at Real Food, I am not here. I'm not here to tell nobody how they should do. I just know that we can always do better. So it's like it's never gonna be like. And I'm surprised I never had somebody to say, "Man, why don't why don't you put more, you know, uh, healthy food?" Because I put up different restaurants, you know, this and different yeah, yeah. recipes. But it's not like that because at the end of the day, it's gonna be our decision. But for you, for the world to hear what you're saying, that. It makes a lot of sense. That may yeah. that it, it makes more than sense. It's just like wow. That you know that's that's yeah. Don't, don't nobody
1: want to see you post a salad?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm gonna just be yeah yeah yeah, 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 straight up, straight, <laughs> up, straight <laughs> up, straight up.
1: up post a Chick Fil A salad. Yeah, yeah, dog,
0: yeah, that that is, you're doing,
1: yeah for real. You know. What I'm <laughs> but you know, but now I mean, it's moderation. It's all about moderation, and you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm an advocate of cleansing your body. You know, okay. I remember you know hearing some speakers talk about it's not really so much what you put in your body. It's what you get out of your body you know what i'm saying yes. so you got to cleanse cleanse drink a lot of water and things like that too so.
0: man man superman like real talk man it's, it's crazy man because like i can say i like i said i live my life the way i live it but the more and more i'm having like this conversation with you and then a couple other things me and 110 was talking about it's like wow man because like 20 <clears throat> 2023 is what we said is operation get our business fix and that's and that goes across the board right get our business fix and that's this 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 resonates right here um you brought up your your wife man yeah man how did how did y'all meet bro <laughs>
1: uh we met um i just uh i actually moved to charlotte it's crazy i moved to charlotte because i was dating this other girl man and Uh, You know, because I I was just wanting to get out of green. Be honest with you, you know what I'm saying. I even say it, but you know, some hey, some people you date are just to come up. You know what I'm saying. So (laughs) I moved to Charlotte, realized the chick that I was with was crazy as hell, and I was like, "Mm, okay, yeah, this ain't working. So yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. I and I had to, like I said, she was so jealous and crazy. I had to plan my escape. So Mm -hmm. meanwhile, I went to work at this place. Um, I you know I'm never been the type that you know i was afraid to get a job or anything like if i know i need money i get a job so i started working at this uh one place like a manufacturer um mm-hmm. and i was the new guy there um basically my first day they said hey you know she's gonna you know this is and she's gonna train you when i looked at it, i was like, God I'm like, <laughs> like wait a minute!" now yeah yeah you know, I, like i said once again i'm from greenville north carolina I yeah. didn't know what she was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, she's Asian, but I didn't know what she was. I didn't care. I was just like, yo. And then she came up and talked to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like stereotypical in your head. You see an Asian person, you think they're gonna sound a certain way, but when yeah. I spoke to her, she was super soulful. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like not talking black, but it's just like she has some substance. Like, right. like yo, she she cool as hell. So yeah, yeah, first day, yeah. First day I saw her, I shot my shot, and she oh, shot wow. me down. She shot me down. Like, no, this ain't happening, bro. We got work. Dog, I'm talking. No, I got on. shot down worse than I ever ever. Hold been. on, hold but on. Hold I deserved on. it. I deserved hold it.
0: Hold on, on, hold on, bro. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> you got it. You got to take me. You got to take me through through that that. How did that happen? You said first day. How, yes, the first how, day. How? How did that come up? Like she's training you. Yeah. And out of I would not pay no to,
1: attention to that shit. I would not no
0: attention. I'm like, yes. <laughs> All
1: right. So imagine. So we go. We to Put it like this, right? Imagine who who would you say like one of the baddest is chicks in the in the in the in the, mu- in the movie industry, like an actress, uh, like uh, uh, Hall, like Halle Berry. Halle Berry, right? Imagine yeah. you about to start a job. I don't know what type of work you do, but imagine you start the job yeah. and they would be like, "All right, well, uh, here's Halle. She gonna train you, right? Mm. <laughs> you gonna learn, yeah. but." Some people, like some women, are just dis- distractingly fine. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like uncomfortably yeah. fine. So yeah. she was talking, and it was like wah, 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 wah And so you know what I mean. So I was trying to make small talk with her, or whatever. And yeah. I swear I deserve to be shot down for this, man. So I was, I was like, yo, let me ask you a question. I was like, yo, you talk to black guys? <laughs> she was like, she was like, no. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Would you talk to me? <laughs> she was like, No, I was like, she was wow. like, We are here to work. And I was like, Damn, man. Damn, dude. Like, straight shot down, bro. Like it is what, is, from here yeah. to here or whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? But
0: I, and I, look at I, you now. Look at you look, now, though.
1: But, right. But the thing was, I was never, you know, that wasn't a natural way for me to try to holler at people anyway, but I moved to a new show. city. I was like, yeah. yo, I'm about to, I'm about to shoot my shot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You miss all the shots you don't take or whatever. But yeah. we just stayed, we just stayed cool. Um, we all hung around like as a group, like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of us coworkers and stuff like that or whatever, man. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, brother, stay consistent. That's all I stay, stay, stay consistent, that, stay that, relentless. You know what I'm saying? You, like, you know, yeah. I just wait. Cause she was, she was dating somebody at that time or whatever anyway. So, you know, yeah. I just, when they broke up, I moved in like a smooth criminal, and here we are, man. Uh, Beautiful man. Twenty-two years later, still there. Together, you go,
0: man. there you go, bro, bro. How you know. many, have, 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 have how many times have you have you told that story, man? Cause that's that's uh, hilarious. That's hilarious. I see. I
1: tell it. She ain't when I tell it, cause I changed the shit all around. Dude, <laughs> you, even when I think tell you
0: what, guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, look, I never look. Even my kids. Every time I tell my kids how I met their mother or whatever, I change it up. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I saw her. She she wanted to talk to me, but I kind of felt sorry for her. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'd be like, yo, she was dating me just because I had money. She was like, you ain't have no money. You was driving a Mitsubishi Mirage. Like, you didn't have no money, dog. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? No, I think it was a Dodge Neon, so I had no money back then. But, yeah.
0: I'm guessing guessing that and that's something that I only really experienced in my, I'd be, I'd be wanting to say my last job. I'd have had so many damn jobs in between my job now. i be, i be thinking my last job. But that, um, I'm, I'm, I wanna, I wanna say like for sure, you say y'all hung around each other, like you all had a group. Man, it ain't nothing like them damn, um, them, uh, what do what you call them, um, it's a name for it, but like basically in the week, Friday, everybody go out to to the bar. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you yep. know what time, you know what time it is because while you're at work, people people are putting on like now you were just straight up. You you did That's not hold fine. no damn put You like boom. <laughs> but but at work, typically females are like, you know, they be they be peeping, they slick, they be peeping, and then you get to that uh, happy hour, happy hour. That's right, it, happy hour, happy, yeah, hour. Yeah. happy hour. Little sip, sip, boom, boom, and loosen up, boom, boom. And th- did it Did it happen like that, or was just it? Was nah, I ain't even gonna front, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, because uh, you know, I think like then she was 19, I was like 22 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, like I said, we just had a bunch of people that we hung out with. Um, and it was, you know, a whole bunch of people. Like it was, you know, we had black people, Asian people. Uh, we had just like Africans from, I uh, think Ethiopian um, okay. people hanging around with us. Cause like where we worked, the manufacturer had a whole bunch of just a different group of people working there, whatever. So yeah, um, we would all just hang out and stuff. And we would just, you know, I think for me, you know, for her and her homegirls, they just got comfortable around me, cause like. I wasn't like no dirty dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, wasn't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, the type where they, you know, they felt like they could trust me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so she saw, like, I wasn't like no conniving dude that just trying, yeah. to like, I'm just trying to smash one of y'all and go. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they used to try to ask me to buy liquor. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to jail for none of y'all. Like, I'm not sleeping with none. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so she saw, like, I had integrity and, and things like yeah. that, too um and we just started hanging around each other um and you know it just so happened she didn't live far from me or whatever and Mm. she would just hang out just come over and hang out even when i stopped working at the place she would check on me every day Mm. the reason why we ended up getting together or you know and we talk about this was i was dating this one girl and you know she was a little she was a little crazy so um I ended up leaving from Charlotte. I think I was going through some hard times in Charlotte, ended up moving back to Greenville. Right. So the, the ex-girlfriend ended up telling, you know, this is crazy too. When I think about it, she ended up mm-hmm. telling everybody back in Charlotte that worked at the place that I died. Right. What? <laughs> so, and you know, it was wow. easy to say that back then. Cause there was really like, not a lot of internet. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah We yeah. had pagers and all that stuff. And so, you know, my wife heard it and it just kind of broke her down or whatever that's when she realized like yo like you know i have feelings for this guy like i love this dude or Mm. whatever so but yeah it came from you know somebody just just lying saying i was dead and wow you know and i didn't talk to her for a long time or whatever like i said i just went back home my phone had got disconnected and all that Mm. um so when i got back in touch i just called her one day got back in touch with her and she was like yo what the like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I moved back to Charlotte. I I went through this time where, like, over the the um over the next year going to different places seeing my co-workers, and it's like they saw a ghost. I remember mm. I went to the barbershop, I walked in, and one of my old co-workers jumped out the seat. Like, dude, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I was, and I had to explain to everybody, like, yo, I'm not dead, like, but I was just dating this this crazy chick, bro. This is well, oh, she was she was, she crazy, was like man. She was super wild with it, bro. Uh, she was like, "Yo, if I can't have you, like you dead oh, to me." Man. yeah. You
0: know and that's so, And you know what? Yeah. And you know what? I check out videos on that stuff, confessions, interrogation. That that is for real, man. It's really people out there. If I can't have you, ain't nobody else gonna have you. Straight up. Right. But yeah, but yeah. yeah bro. I'm a, I'm a man. I can talk to you forever, man. I'm gonna <laughs> start. I'm gonna start winding this down because I know you got a life. Um sure. speaker speak bullies, speaker yeah. bullies. Can you talk? Can you tell the people about speaker bullies? Shout out, praise.
1: Yeah, shout out to my man Praise, man. Speaker Bullies was formed because um I did uh one of my albums in 2015. It was called the Gold Standard. Um, this this brother named Proverb, who ended up passing away um mm-hmm. a couple of years after that, introduced me to this producer. And he was like, Yo, you gotta check out this producer named Praise. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know how it is, man. People tell you about a producer, you know, it could be hit or miss, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I heard his beats and realized I had heard him produce for other people, I just didn't know he produced it. And I'm like, yo, every beat was just amazing. When I look for beats, I listen for drums, bass line, sample
0: chops, and all of that. Like, he just, he had it all. Side note, side note, yeah. side note real quick. I meant, I meant to tell you, when I went to Germany, my man Plastic, he was playing some beat. He he has this album. It's gonna be like three different uh it's like a three set. He had a beat by praise. Oh wow, okay.
1: Dope, dope, yeah. man. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. And he yeah, has
0: he has plenty of albums with you on it too. I took a picture of it. Oh, word. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, sure. Germany's like one of my biggest, um, probably my biggest uh demographics or whatever, or like people or supporters. It's always yes. like uh, Germany, because I did like my first tours there. But um, but yeah, I'd like to uh back to praise. Like we worked on the Gold Standard album, and I literally I wanted him to produce every song for on this joint. But I was like, all right, man, you know, like at that time, I really I had learned my lessons from like getting free beats from people. Like it don't matter if they offer it to you for free. A lot of times, just pay people, and you won't have no headaches. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up paying praise for the beats that at that time that I could afford. people love that album praise love that album. praise was like a, a big fan of mine ever since like my album chain letters and mm. so we started going into um you know the next project that i was working on and he sent me a beat and i'm like yo i love all these beats bro um i was like yo instead of sending beats what do you think about creating something that you could have equity in like i mean you could get your your money per beat but what about us building something like a brand together because i like i really enjoy working with him i think my Mm -hmm. voice sounds great over his beats, and he was completely with it so the irony is that he was managed by big doe and big doe is a member of the justice league okay i have known big doe was the first person out of the justice league that i i met before i met anybody i knew big doe that's how i met little brother Naif, Fonte, pool i met all of them through big doe because me and big wow. Doe knew each other from kind of running together or meeting each other in the 90s and just chopping it up and staying in touch or whatever so mm-hmm. it just so happened that doe was praise's manager and it just made sense or whatever and i told him like y'all want to work with praise he's like yeah yeah let's make that happen so we kept trying to come up with a name for the group and threw names around and big doe came up with the name the speaker books you know what i'm saying and- when we came up when he came up with that name it it already gave us the idea so speaker bullies is kind of like if i could describe it it would be like sean p meets run the jewels you know what i'm saying like it's to us it's fantasy rap but we don't try to pretend to be like dope dealers and killers like the whole thing around the speaker bullies is we're we're humble, married men. We go to work every day, but we're the type. A speaker bully is somebody that you look at, and he doesn't sound the way that he looks. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like nice. you might see somebody nice. that that rhymes and like, yo, this dude is like a bully. You know? Or you might see yeah. a musician, like you might see a dude that look kind of goofy, but then when he playing an instrument, you're like, yo, this brother got soul. So that's mm-hmm. what we did with the speaker bullies, and it's almost like you know, good guys have bad days. Like, we good guys, but everybody got kind of a dark side. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. part my language, but everybody want fuck something up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> we, tap, we tap into that for the speaker bullies because I got to a point where I didn't feel like I could do a lot of that on my solo albums anymore. Because mm. you know? mm-hmm. as I'm growing older, like, I can't make a completely disrespectful song and then turn around and do a song that's just reflective of my life and just serious and you know yeah. what i'm saying so i was like i need to create different avenues and different type of entities that are, or different outlets
0: that yeah could do alter, that. And alter so, egos so. and stuff
1: exactly and you know yeah. and you know as well as i do and i've always been like this whenever i create like an alter ego or something new i feel refreshed it's like i, I start with a clean slate rather than having all the pressure of everybody expecting me to make music like i used to make or how i' always mm-hmm. been making it
0: I like to do something new, yeah. And that's and that's real. That's real. And it doesn't it doesn't put you in a box, you know. And being that we chose to be an artist, we understand that, like, okay, I'm not gonna sing, come and talk to me at the church service. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a certain time and place for it, man. But, bro, um, from what I've heard, and that's how you broke that down, because, like I said, you. You had that look like, like, like I, I told people, like, people see me, they think I'm a damn. Um, so many people be like, I tell them I do music. Oh, what oh, you, what you, your, uh, you're a producer, you're a DJ, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, or, or, <laughs> they think I'm a bank teller or some shit, you know what, what I'm right,
1: saying? Right, right,
0: yeah, right. but that yeah. I think, I think that adds a mystique to what y'all do yeah. because yeah. i seen praise and praise seems like very. Cool, cool dude, but very unassuming. Yeah, I think very that- laid back Christian. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Devout mm-hmm.
1: Christian and family mm-hmm. man, and all of that, or whatever. You would never oh, expect Lord. him to make the beats that he makes. You would think he's going through hell in his life. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> like think
0: that. you think I'm gonna tell you? Listen, listening to listening to, to to the beats that I heard from him. Yeah, and 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 the little bit I heard from y'all, you'd think that while he was making the beats. It's a damn Rottweiler chained up in the corner, trying to get off the <laughs> off the leash. And the, the, now ain't no leash, it's a damn chain by that damn thing right. around his neck and somebody um chopping up, cutting up crack and putting mm-hmm. it in the bowels and shit. Like he right. it's it's nasty. It's nasty, man. Yo, yeah. So um I'm you this, and I got one more, and then we're gonna get you on your way. Okay. Um when can we expect the um the album the album to come out and inside joke the video that you showed me looks fine <laughs> don't i'm not gonna say yeah. no more it looks it looks great Yeah, but you didn't uh, see the, official,
1: <laughs> uh, like the other one like the first video because i you, i i don't think i sent you that but we got like another one that's Okay, yeah, this one. But one, the one I
0: seen was like, Yeah, damn,
1: yeah, appreciate that, man.
0: Yeah, but when when can we expect that, um, that album to drop?
1: Um, so we were supposed to drop it by the end of this year. Um, Mm -hmm. we, you know, Praise is still mixing the album. Um, Okay, pretty much that's all that's left once he finishes mixing it. Um, so we're probably moving it to about like the middle of 2023. Uh, in the okay. meantime, I'm about to try, I didn't even announce it yet, but I'm about to mm. drop um, a couple of projects, one at the start of the year um, and then probably another one around June or whatever. So um, okay. I just realized, you know, a lot of times I've been putting my music on hold because I've been so focused on trying to put this Speaker Bullies album out. But I've, we've been working on this album for about five or six years. So mm. wow. I've just been stacking up projects. You know, I got a whole album with Shiloh. That yeah. I haven't dropped yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've got another solo album and then two EPs um that are just sitting that are finished mm. and ready to go. So at the start of the year, I'm gonna just start dropping stuff, man. And whenever Speaker Bullies is ready, that's when we're gonna put that joint out. But you know, I just made it you know just a conscious decision. Like, y'all, I can't continue to put shit on hold or whatever, because you never know. My 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 last day on earth could be today, you know what I'm saying? And that's here really? I am with mm-hmm. Five or six albums just sitting in the vaults, and God forbid, you know, cats. When you pass away, and people start putting cats on your albums, you ain't even fuck with. Like, <laughs> it's like this <laughs> song, <laughs> superstitious song featuring Ed Sheeran. Like, what? 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 <laughs> be listening to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, um, and then you know, like my one of my close friends, one of my best friends, uh, Eric Hood, passed away, um, yeah, some months back, and that made me realize. That um uh, because he hadn't didn't he hadn't done music in years, he was just focusing on life and stuff. Then mm-hmm. he started to really get back into music or whatever, and then he passed away, and that kind of hit me because it's like, damn, like all that time, you know what I'm saying? Like he had a gift to do things, and it's yeah. like I'm not promised to see tomorrow. So I, I want to go ahead and put out everything that I could put out now. You know what I'm saying? And I know people are gonna look at it like, damn, he he's super busy, but you know how it is the perception. Man, I've been sitting on these records, man. So I got man. enough records to last me i could probably drop an album every three to six months for like three years based on how much stuff i have man So wow I'm just wow. To drop it and know uh, you know i'm still like recording and making beats and doing all that now so
0: wow yeah that's and that's something that's, i i, I shot that out that you know being such a dope mc man i i, I be forgetting that you're a dope ass producer as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of beats that you sent me, man. Trust me, I don't I don't wrote to him. I just I'm in that that thing too with you know trying to get caught up. I remember you doing a post. He was like, "Yo, um I'm just getting I'm getting back to recording and mm-hmm. I appreciate the features, but uh if you're serious about a feature, let me know and talk to my manager." Right. <laughs> and right. But 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 you made a you made a great point, man. You made a great point, and it's dope to do features and stuff, whether paid, uh, sometimes not paid. If you're feeling it, but you 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 will get caught up. The next thing you know, you're like, damn, I released my solo album, 2018, 2019, and I haven't done it because you're wow. doing so much, man. But um, yeah. man, uh, Superman, super man, uh, super. Before I say what I'm gonna say. Shout out anything you want to shout out your uh, where to find you, um, where, where to find your music, your next show coming up, motherfucker, to owe you some money or whatever. Shout up, shout <laughs> them out, shout them out, man. Then I'm gonna say yeah, what I So,
1: yeah, so on, on social media, um, on Instagram, it's just superstition, S U P A, station um i'm on twitter is superstition underscore nc i think some random dude with like two posts got the name superstition when i <laughs> when i stopped doing music for a little while yeah um other than that all my stuff is available on bandcamp my entire catalog always encourage people to support it because i own 99.9 percent of all my catalog every song that you see me putting out i own it um you yeah. know what i'm saying like i you know i, I learned from signing a bad deal early on and and in my career so just know everything that you support when it comes to me goes directly to me you know what i'm yes. saying helps feed me helps feed my family helps me and more more importantly it keeps me creative you know what i'm saying because yes. i got nine to five job to feed my family with but yeah you know people support the music it makes me want to continue to, to continue to do more stuff so um i got a lot of music that i'm dropping um i'm, I'm working on stuff with cats that I can't even name right now or whatever and I don't even like the name drop and I don't like to put it out there until it's ready you know what I'm saying I realize yeah. that even with speaker bullies um, you know you announce it here you are three four years later you ain't put it out yet so when those joints mm-hmm. are ready to drop they're gonna drop man and I, I'm working with some of my, my favorites you know some some of my mm-hmm. favorite producers some of my favorite MCs, man Um and you know I, and I've I started to embrace social media before I was kind of against it but you got to use it in your favor you got to use it to to work for you like um yeah you know that's why a lot of times i'll post like a beat or whatever or Mm -hmm. i'll do those little freestyles and you know what i'm saying like i don't even get caught up on the number of views but just to see the the people who share them and the people that respond i'm like legendary cats is hitting me up yeah sharing and it's just like damn like but I'm not doing nothing crazy. I'm not talking, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking reckless. I'm just showing skills and just rhyming and just being myself. man.
0: You're doing, you're doing, whenever you post, it's not a thing where you sit down and be like, okay, well, let, let me think of what I can do. No, when right. you post, you post, this is what you're feeling and you want for people to feel what you're feeling. Right. And it, to up. me, you know, even when like even
1: making a post or dropping a project, gotta feel like an event um yes. you know what i'm saying one thing i realized too um i made the mistake of earlier on thinking that just because you post a lot or just because you drop a lot of music that, that mm-hmm. means you're hustling you're grinding sometimes you could be doing that shit the wrong way yeah uh, you know what yeah. i'm saying sometimes yeah. you can put out music the wrong way um you know everybody sees like griselda and says well yo i could drop music like that and people are gonna mm-hmm. pay attention no you're not you're gonna burn yourself out because yep. you're not going to get the results that, you know, you wanted to or you're not maximizing it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, typically you can drop a project and work it for 6 months to a year. Yep. Like you, especially if you go on tour, you start doing shows and stuff like that. But a lot of times cats drop so much stuff, people can't even catch on
0: to the last one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you make do, dude, you make you make such a great point. I I was telling cats, man. I'm like, "Yo, you know, so so many people are, are, are on that dopamine hit, you know, put out the record and then they go and, and look at, you know, the uh, people saying, oh, man, that's fire! That's fire!" And you say, oh, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. It's like, yo, I said, keep promoting, keep promoting that stuff. It's not over. Yeah. It's not over, man.
1: Right. Yeah. You drop a song. And, and it's the thing. Like, it's crazy because people, uh, people. Think they annoy people by following i mean by posting your stuff like if mm-hmm. you drop a single you might post it one time twice after that month they don't ever post it again mm-hmm. it's just like bam like trust me people are following you for a reason yes like, nigga, you're not you're not that handsome that they following you just to look at you like <laughs> if they're there therefore if they are there, if they are there because you are artist and you have a music page keep yeah. posting you know what i'm saying yes. keep promoting or drop something new just like a dj bring that other shit back bring it back and keep it like that or whatever you know what i'm saying yes Yes. and i encourage people too if you are on social media and and you're getting attention even if you're not getting attention for like your albums you should probably um just keep just keep posting to bring people towards you i see a lot of people that's the problem with a lot of influencers is that they get all these followers and views but they don't have anything to sell like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you might have somebody that you know they may have fifty thousand followers but then they drop a project and people don't support their project and they don't understand that it's like Mm -hmm. dog like you have to have you you have to have supporters you got people that are just watching you and we Mm talked about this you got people that are watching you and you got people Mm -hmm. that are supporters yeah followers are not your number of supporters you know what i'm saying like it just that doesn't equal listeners you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, just, just because I perform in an arena with 10,000 people doesn't mean I have 10,000 fans. There Even if go. I do the show and kill it. If I do a show in front of 10,000 people and kill it, mm-hmm. I won't have 10,000 fans. I'll have mm-hmm. 10,000 people that saw me. I may get a couple hundred fans from or whatever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If yes. 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 I'm yes. in front of them 10,000 fans every month, mm-hmm. then I'm starting to gain more or whatever. So that's where people get it wrong with with social media, they start acquiring fans and think, you know, this is me, oh, I got this. But then, yeah, I yeah, realized we talk, it,
0: Yeah, we talked about
1: that. The ugly truth that I had to realize, man, I had all these, you know, this is pride. Cause I quit social media for a while and then came back. I remember mm-hmm. going on tour with Blueprint. Um, we did like mm-hmm. 60 cities, biggest tour I've ever did in the US. And okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go out. All my fans been asking like, yo, when am I coming to their city? Yo, we yeah. get to certain cities. And Blueprint would be like, he would be joking, like, yo, man, where your fans at? Because, like, I'm doing shows, so nobody know who I am. You know what I'm saying? He's doing shows. Yep. He's killing it because he's the headliner. It's yep. like certain markets that I've been to, and mm-hmm. then I kept saying to myself, like, yo, where are my fans at? Like, all oh, these people been asking when I'm coming to their mm-hmm. town. And mm-hmm. then, you come, then you announce your date, and they're just like, I mean, you can have somebody every week, like, yo, when are you coming to Tupelo, Mississippi? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't be in Tupelo like that, right? Then so you finally yeah. get a show in Tupelo, and that dude is like, "Ah, oh, man, that's on a Thursday, dog. I got, to work. I got this. Like, it has to be." <laughs> so that's when I learned the difference between like casual listeners and diehard fans. Like, yes, yes, casual, yes, yes. Casual listeners will come to your show if everything's convenient. It has to be the right price. It has to be in the right yep. driving distance. It has yep. to be the right day of the week. They'll then they'll come if it ain't nothing else going on, yeah. But a diehard fan, and I learned that from being traveling in Europe, will drive yes. miles on a Tuesday
0: to already see
1: you perform at three in the morning and they got to go to work the next day. So, those are your true fans,
0: man. Yo, you know what, man? I'm glad you said that, man. Could you, and this and this, this may be putting you on the spot, could you say, because you do this for me, say, yo, yeah, if you could say. Man, um, salute. Salute Benji, Benji Buttons. Salute Benji. His name is Benji Buttons. And I'm gonna tell you why. If you if you could say that for me. Yeah, salute to Benji
1: Buttons,
0: man. Motherfucking superstition, yo. Look, man, just like you said, man, and he went out. This is Germany, what we talked about. Now, yeah. once again, for because people gonna try to oh, oh, y'all just think Germany is this and that. No, we're talking about the experience that. That nah, we're having nah, because we we want to get all that wherever. But he did the same thing. Drove three, three and a half, four hours to meet a cat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and when um to see his face, to see his yeah. face, and, and I told him, I said, yo, I said, Yeah, um, because I was going through my man's records, I said, Oh shit, it, it was you um, and Marco they, they, shut up, Marco. Marco Polo, y'all did y'all did some some record together. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah multiple yeah. shit. Yeah, but multiple when I showed it like to Court
1: authority, probably, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Newport authority. He was like, Yo, he's, he, he had that that thick. Um, he's from Switzerland. Oh, it's superstition. Super... I said, yeah, that's, that's my man. Look, I'm name dropping in that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 but but yeah, man, I want I wanted to do that. I want to do that because he he's a dope individual and what you just said is that there's a big difference between die hard supporters. The thing about it too, die hard supporters support you because right. they have gained you have gained their trust. They know yeah. it's something. It ain't whether they like you or oh, the ladies like you or whatever but they know when they go back to that and people don't understand man no matter how dope your record is that shit don't mean shit, man it right. takes a lot it yeah, takes a your, lot
1: to get that You like your diehards are people that are fans of you and your career and your catalog they already yes. know when you put some shit out I'm, I'm confident you know yes. what i'm saying yeah Versus, and you know and i'll say that you know especially for international fans they're fans of your catalog yep. people more so here um we might have certain artists that they do it for but for independent artists like us mm-hmm. they're just like man let me hear this shit first man you know what i'm saying yep. like you yep. know what i'm saying like you have to you have die hard people that say they're die hard nas fans but they mm-hmm. only like like really two or three his albums. they'd be like uh-huh. oh, Ill, yep. illmatic uh you know what i'm yep. saying it was written and you know even like when yep. it was written came out they wasn't really crazy about that so it's like yep. they're not fans of his entire catalog they're just fans of him when he makes an incredible album, but you know, for people yeah. like international fans, like Germany, France, Australia, even in 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 parts of Africa, like they cop everything that I drop. They love it. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Beautiful. Even if it's not Beautiful. as great as the first time, because a lot of this music shit is like getting the first hit of crack. It's like you said, that dopamine. Mm-hmm. They hear your album, yep, and a lot of times American fans want that same hit. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing's going to be as good as that first time that you heard somebody like Nas is incredible, but Nas will never be as incredible as the first time I heard him on live at the barbecue or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, or even like, you know, like even like little brother, the listening is always going to hold a place in my heart because of the time that I heard of them, how I heard of them and all the experiences and memories that I've had. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I think may the lord watch that they just just dropped is Mm. probably the best album of their career in my opinion Mm. but the listening will always to me have more staying power because i have memories to that shit you know what i'm saying may the lord watch dropped at a time where you know we weren't really outside like that or everything was based on the internet now and a lot of times with you know music um you drop in projects but people don't have memories to it like if i ask you Yo, where was the first time you was at when you heard Illmatic? You automatically go right back to a certain time in your life, you remember where you were or who played it for you first or where you saw it first, right? But a lot of the new music is like, yo, if I ask you, where's the last, where were you when you heard the last Kendrick Lamar album? You'd be like, man, I will probably listen to this shit on my phone or in front Mm -hmm. of the computer or just driving in the car. Like you don't have any real memories to associate it to unless you go to a show. Or unless you go to a party and somebody's playing it so it's, it's a big difference man and that's international fans they they just embrace they're there for your career yeah. you know that's why cats that you know what you know and us cats will say you're not relevant but cats that put out a record 10 20 years ago could still tour around the world man and, and, and still pulling crowds and stuff like that on, and man. what i love about international stuff is like when you do festivals i remember seeing like international festival, and I'm just this is just random names, but they have a rock group. They mm-hmm. might have a Snoop Dogg on it. Yeah, they might have a, a R&B group. They might have yep. J Live on it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like in in America, you will never really get that because that's too no. much for people. It either gotta yep. be one thing or the other. You know what I'm saying? Is that shit gonna be like rock the bells? You're not gonna yep. get Young Jeezy on that motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or you might have, you know what I mean? You might have a summer fest and yeah. I wrote, hieroglyphics and souls of mischief is not performing on that joint you know what i'm saying like (laughs) that's how it is they don't mix it up or whatever so that's the big difference a lot of time with like international fans and u.s fans man
0: Man, look superman superman like i say man we can um we almost at two hours, man. Oh shit, man! I yeah, okay, I see it now. I ain't even realized that's that. beautiful, man. It's beautiful. You know, we chop it up, man. You, we chop. We talk yeah, for hours anyway, Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, and and I don't, I don't put time limits. I have people that that talked about doing the podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll do about thirty minutes. I don't put on time time limits on it, and I don't do uh, interviews. I, I have conversations, like real talk yeah, and real conversation. This right here, yeah, this right here, bro, is is a is a highlight. It's a it's a yeah. super highlight. I'm actually. This will be now that they're keeping it up with it. I'm like, this is my 82nd, 83rd um, podcast.
1: Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. I
0: didn't even, and I was, and I was big on like, man, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I don't, I don't say what number it is. I said because I'd be like, shit, it'd be five years past. I'd be like, yeah, uh, real food podcast 26, like that. What is my fucking doing? You
1: know, what I respect I'm that because I did a, I try, I did a podcast, I did one podcast, okay. like me and some homies recorded it, edited it, did all that shit. And I was like, ain't no way I'll do this again, bro. It's too much work. It's too much of a, a commitment, <laughs> you know? So yes. I applaud, like, brothers like yourself who continue to do this, man.
0: Man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And it's crazy. Um, I've done this this, this season. This is the fourth season. Shout out that Feeling Podcast Network, DLPN. Um, Shout out. Man. Thank you, brother. Um, We, um, well, I did, I wound up doing about, This is going to be like my 21st or 22nd one for the season. But I kind of got thrown off because different things I was doing, you know, traveling, this and that, and that, and that. But in saying that, it's crazy, bro. I I really enjoy this. I enjoy it. I don't speak, I literally, most of my podcasts, the majority of my podcasts, it's like I get a feeling like, hmm, you know how you get that feeling like, where well, you don't want to go to the gym, and then you wake up and you may see some video of Floyd Mayweather working out them them right. them treat them like no the motivational workouts. You would be like motivational workouts. You would be like, and you can feel yourself. Damn, I want to go to the gym. Damn, I want to yeah. go to the gym. Yeah. I want to go to. The-. That's how I am with with podcasts. Is that I don't just say, well, let me let me think of some shit to say. No, it has to be with you and I. And um, I'm gonna take you out with this. With you and I. Dude, I totally like I look forward to a lot of my podcasts, but this right here I think was even more special because how we met and it was immediate like, wow, my brother my brother from, I said, this is a motherfucker in C-Cat, right. bro. Yo, Just how you bad. vibe. Yeah, man. How you People vibe. Don't know this,
1: how- the first time we ever talked on the phone I think we talked for like an hour or two. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah and, and we didn't talk about like you know, we talked about, you know, Shiloh who connected us, but yeah. we was just talking about, like, NC stuff. NC and at shit, the, end of the conversation, I'm like, dog, I feel like i know known you my whole life. Like, <laughs> <man>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> man, man. We talking, yeah, We just talked for, like, one or two hours, man.
0: Straight up, man. And you know what? And I, and if, and if I'm going to be, if I call myself being real, I always say I can't lie to myself, so I'm going to keep it all the way real with you. The first time that we were supposed to do the podcast, bro, and you was ready, Man, I messed around. Man, I messed around and got the sipping and tripping, and then I passed out, bro.
1: <laughs> hey, look, life happens, dog. I wasn't man, tripping, man. So,
0: Yeah, man. But yo, man, superstition, man. I say, brother, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I wish you the best. We're gonna stay in contact, man. And I'm gonna tell you, this yeah, dude beautiful. right here, this dude right here. <laughs> on the low, on the low, could, could could easily easily be a comedian though, yo, funny, <laughs> and I think no. that's the thing, man. We we we're musicians, we're artists, man. But it's like, why why would even when we talk about music and artists and stuff, it's always something funny. It's always something yeah. funny. It ain't like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm that funny.
1: I think I'm I think I have a comedian's honesty. You know what i'm saying no, and that comes fine, from man. being from like uh uh just a black family who i mm-hmm. tell you like it is you know what straight i mean up, like you walk, here, you walk in and you know be like that boy fat be like, oh no 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 sir he's big <laughs> be like no that's fat like you know what i'm saying like i just come from a family they just like when i yeah. walk in
0: you
1: <laughs> know i see my you know i walk in when i went home for thanksgiving i see my family first you know black family's first thing i'll do they gonna tell you if you lost weight or gain weight. Like, damn. Man, boy, you shit, ain't lying like, like, like that, you. bro. Yo, no, that's, yo,
0: that's, that is, that like, is.
1: Uh, boy, you looking a little old. Look at all that, look at all that green hair. <laughs> like, that's, that's how, that's how black family greet you or whatever, so you gotta stay on your p's and cues, man. You, you know, man.
0: Dude, 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 I'll tell you, boy, you, you are from NC, man, cause I'm gonna tell you, man, some of the best people, some of the best people, period, in the world, but you talking about some cats that are image conscious? <laughs> oh, man, look, man. Look, I'll say this right here. I'm going to let you go, man. My grandma, man, may she rest in peace. Dar- Darcy Smell. I saw her. I hadn't seen her in years. So I get, I get to the crib. Hey, boy. I get up. I hug her. Hey, grandma. And I'm like, I'm almost in tears, bro. I'm almost yeah. in tears. She hugged me. She said, hey, boy, you always going to be fat. I said what? <laughs> I know it.
1: Within the first three minutes, they gonna terrible. tell you if if you uh if you if you gain weight, they're gonna tell you. And if you lost weight, they're gonna be, hey boy, you ain't on that stuff, are you? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> on that shit are you?
0: <laughs> you can't win, bro. You can't win, hey, man. Superman. I appreciate you, brother, man. Um uh, have a uh, uh happy holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We're gonna talk, of course, before the end. Thank you, likewise. Thank bro, you, bro. Likewise.
1: Yeah, yes, appreciate sir. the opportunity and everything, bro. So like I said, thank we're gonna you. stay in touch. For thank sure. You,
0: bro. For sure. My mind. Right, peace. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah. Oh man, that was that that was incredible. Um dessert section, man, what can I say? What can I say? Dessert section. That was, that was so sweet how that all laid out and that was just good. My lady, she's out on camera doing a thing. She's the best though. But yo, man, dessert section, man is um 2023 is uh, upon us, man. Let's stay focused. Let's let's stay locked in. Let me shout out a couple of things. I got a new record um you're My Christmas. Been trying to do a new Christmas record every year for the last few years. Next year is going to be a whole album. Um, and Responsibilities came out today uh, featuring um, Craig G from the legendary Juice Crew, Sparkington, shout out Harlem, Harlem, New York, myself, East Smitty. Shout out Kima. Shout out Dudes1, Two. And shout out my man Mo Stafford, who, um, who shot the video, which is going to be released real soon, too. But hey, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. You know, let's stay locked in, man. Let's stay locked in to our dreams. It's gonna be always be somebody that's gonna be on the hating tip or whatever, whatever, man. But we can stay focused on what we need to do and we're gonna be able to uh make some things happen. Um, I say I'm 50 and in the last two, three years, definitely this year it was been like um most successful as far as making moves in my uh my, my music career so it's not um it's not too late man stay on top of your stuff man do what you do stay passionate be an asset you know don't be a taker you know what i'm saying give and you will and you will receive real food